You are listening to the Amen Corner, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. For more information about the Amen Corner, please follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and all your other favorite social media. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 14 of the Amen Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. And I'm Stephen Cook. I can't even fathom how we got to episode 14. It's, it's like much less amazing. Much less the third, the third season. I know. But this is this is the, only our first season on the Jcast Network. The Jcast Network. Going, Big shout out to the Jcast it's, Network. It's going pretty well so it far. It is. It is. I'm very excited. We got some, we got some lead in and lead out music. We got the lead in and lead out. We got new listeners. It's fantastic. It I'm really We've excited. We've got it all. Toda Doron. I do think it's kind of funny that the Amen Corner is in the Jewish life category. <laughs> what would you prefer? It to I don't be know, but you know, like stum- someone stumbling along to like figure out, you know, some advice about how to like keep kosher and keep a kosher home. Stuff like that. that. This is the right place. <laughs> this is the exact. You've come to the right show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Steven is going to show you how to kosher your kitchen. By going by, – by demonstrating the opposite. Yeah. This is how you don't eat kosher. <laughs> but like I was about to say the, the, the dietary laws and the, the traditions and the laws yeah. of Judaism really don't apply to me because I just embody – I exude – I am the I am the walking – Embodiment, embodiment of, of Jewish values. There's no need. That's true, right? That's true. Exhibit A for your for your kosher uh, skills would be your surprise 40th birthday party <laughs> at Daisy May's Barbecue in New York City. And what did you bring out? A an entire pig. an entire pig <laughs> was brought out, and I'm sitting there thinking. Stephen's world consists mostly of Muslims and Jews, <laughs> neither of whom should be consuming this. But everybody had a good yeah. time. Yeah, I had the kosher plate. <laughs> <laughs> there was no, everybody. There was no. There kosher was no plate. kosher. Every, everybody did have a good time, yeah, and good. you were surprised as hell. I was. I mean, I mean, Mia was like two weeks old. How did Lauren plan a surprise fourth birthday party for me? Because she's Lauren. That off like a, she's Elra. like a boss. She's, yeah, she pulled, she pulled that off like a boss. She is a boss. You know who else was a boss this week? Yeah. Nancy Pelosi Nancy was a Pelosi. boss. Nancy Pelosi. She was an boss. Yeah. She was. She kicked ass. She did. She's like, don't, don't tell me about what I come into this meeting with what power. You oh, fucking they, clown with small hands. She and Chuck Schumer played Trump like a fiddle. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Like a fiddle. Like they're like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're gonna and, he's gonna wa- and he's going to walk right into and this. He did. No, it was it's not going to be that easy. Did it you can't see be that the look easy. on Chuck Schumer's face the second he said, I'll shut the government yeah. down and I'll be proud exactly. of it and I won't blame you? Yeah. Schumer's it's like, Shuching. Shuching. They're like, it can't be this easy. This is like taking candy from a baby, literally. 
Literally. He's got to be, and this is the great negotiation skills that he prides himself on, right? Oh, I'm a great negotiator. Uh Uh-huh. These two people in a room full of reporters (laughs) dropped one word, and you basically pulled your pants and bent over. The funniest thing was Pelosi's like, you know, we really shouldn't negotiate in front of the cameras. Let's take this breath. And Trump's like, no, I'm shutting down the government. It was so great. Brooklyn versus Queens, baby. Brooklyn and won. Brooklyn kicked Queen's ass oh by God. a lot. It was that was one of the greatest moments in the history of this presidency. I, it it so was, far. but it was not a great moment for the United States of America. I was, I was, uh, yeah. I was, oh, that. I was fascinated by Vice President Mike Pence's face during this. When well, he was sitting there, blending into the chair. No, I actually, I thought <laughs> he he had this look on his face, like he wanted to reach over and grab Nancy Pelosi by the neck. And strangle her. I was, I was like, honestly, I was a little worried for her safety there. Really? Because all I, think I he, saw was this white dude <laughs> blending into the furniture and not daring to open his mouth. No, I think he was. I think he was. He was thinking things about Nancy Pelosi like that. He really wanted to do her harm. I mean, that was the look on his face. Yeah, I mean, quite obviously, Pence. Uh, Despite his obsequiousness, uh, clearly uh, doesn't approve of the president in a variety of ways, but just figures this is his only way to the White House. I don't know why anybody well, would think, think that, especially after the 2018 yeah. election. But whatever. I, I, I uh, Well, lucky for him, there were other men in the room because, as you know, the rules of the road for Mike Pence are <laughs> right. he, he cannot have a one-on-one meeting with a woman because right. he can't trust himself not to <laughs> attack her in some way. Or, conversely, maybe he's so irresistible to the opposite <laughs> sex that they can't control themselves and would have to throw does, themselves at doesn't him. Doesn't he always have to have mother in the room? Well, there needs to be at least one more person. So fortunately for him, Trump was there. The whole press corps was there. And Chuck Schumer was there. But can we just discuss the fact that he calls his wife mother? That's just some weird stuff, man. I mean, these are just some weird... I don't want to disparage... Holy roller, evangelical, Jesus freak thing is a a cynical, cynical ploy. Well... I don't want to disparage white people from Indiana, but, but he's a freaking white dude from Indiana who's got some issues. Clearly, he's got some issues that he's never dealt with. You know these guys. You know these guys behind closed doors are like... Oh, my God. They're deviants. They're deviants. They're totally they're total deviants. deviants. It's so funny because you and I, who are you know pretty out there with our talk, the way, I mean, you know, there's nothing holy. Like, we have nothing sacred. Right. We can say anything. Hey, right. But behind closed doors, you and I are probably the most boring people alive. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I don't drink at all. You barely drink. And a glass of, what, a glass of red yeah. wine? That's my, exactly. that's my speed. But you, but you barely drink. We get up early in the morning. We go to bed early. Like we're married to our wives for a long time. We take we like run around with our kids everywhere. Like we're boring, man. We are boring. Exactly. But Mike Pence, the holy roller, the Jesus freak. I'm telling you, the guy has a sex dungeon that he takes mothers to. There's no doubt in my mind. I don't think he and his wife engaged in sexual congress. I don't know, man. I'm guessing. Can you imagine the he, kind of freaky deaky stuff that goes on at like the CPAC conference? Jesus. I don't know. I don't know. I've never been invited. 
You know, I hear the uh, I hear some guys from CPAC are behind a new uh, a new venture. Really? Yeah. What what venture? You know how like when you're stuck in traffic and you're kind <laughs> of enraged. You mean like you were this week when <laughs> when I when you called me the uh, the only time you call me is when you're bored in traffic and like not necessarily just bored but like annoyed to be in traffic <laughs> because I'm thinking about when I lived in New York and I would step out of the office and be like oh I have a 19 block walk home and I look at yeah. all the poor schmucks running for the train or getting in their cars and I'd be like man those are poor schmucks. And the, and the realization that I am now one of those poor schmucks yeah, drives me ever stress, Nobody ever stresses out about anything in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I was stressed out about stuff, but I was not stressed out about getting about home. sitting in traffic. Right. Well, I mean, look, it's it, it, I think the, the stressor is the unknown, right? Right. When you're sitting in your car, even if you have your GPS going and you think like, okay, this should take me 15 minutes to get home. Right. And then all of a sudden it's you're like, 55. it's like, okay, it's an hour to get home <laughs> or it's an hour and 15 to get home. And you start like the blood, you can feel the blood <laughs> rushing to your head and you think I'm angry. But you know, if you would, if you knew going in that that was what it was going to be, you would be prepared. Well, I'm- right. You could you could do something. You could all right. I'm going to listen to a book on tape. I'm going to listen to a podcast. Right, I'm going right. to catch up on old episodes of the MN Corner right. that I want to listen to again. I put on when to mellow myself out in traffic. I put on uh, Marcel Khalifa, the Lebanese oud master, and it's like the most really? mellow music ever. Yeah, but then you fall asleep. Well, that is a problem. But if I put on like you know, let's say um, uh, Van Halen. Van Halen. I'm going to like start gripping. I'm going to start like rocking out and getting like, you know, fuck this, man. And then I'll get myself, you know. So, so when you called me this week in traffic and you're frustrated, we, we had, we started this exchange and we decided we would put off until this discussion because it was, it was, I think, innovative in a way. <laughs> it, was, it was definitely innovative. And I do think the innovative. folks at CPAC, because they are probably sexual deviants, would be interested yeah. in this. So, so we decided that <laughs> one way to alleviate the boredom in being stuck in traffic could be radio porn. Radio porn. I mean, so, what could be bad about that? I mean, so you ask you ask rhetorically what we got about <laughs> well, that. I will we say. were pretty much able to tear this apart within like thirty seconds <laughs> and understand why radio porn is not necessarily a good idea. And we're not advocating it. No, but let's be clear. It is an let's innovative idea to kind of you know so, deal with so the boredom serious, of being stuck in soul crushing traffic. Although so I will serious tell you, XM radio, we would th- <laughs> we would think. Would have a porn channel, and it would be like. Do you remember the old penthouse forums? Oh, oh, is that what you were imagining? Like someone reading the letters? Well, I mean, what would you imagine? I don't know. I mean, I was trying to think about it. I was like, is it just like the the audio track from like Stormy well, Daniels' greatest is, movies? No. I mean, I don't know. It was because the technical that, aspect too, that was stumping me. Well, the audio track only is too hard to follow. <laughs> you don't really know. You don't get a sense of character. And is that, is that the kind that of thing way. like you get all hot and bothered from? Oh, baby. Oh, uh, baby. Oh, baby. Harder. Yeah, not harder, so harder. much. I mean, yeah. No, not so much. <laughs> That's why I would think it would have to be like somebody telling stories like in the pen, like penthouse forum style. Read by Mike Pence and mother. 
Oh, geez, that would be awful. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine? No. Oh. I don't want to imagine. Oh, don't God. Now I'm imagining it. I'm not going to be able to get it out of my head. Yeah. So, oh. so I think we realized very quickly that it would not be a good idea not for a good anyone idea. to become overly aroused while sitting in traffic. <laughs> it would create more traffic. Well, because... I mean, you want to get arrested for road spiking? I don't think so. <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing. And one, one of the things that kind of gave impetus to this conversation is that there's been a spate of news articles about people yeah. consuming pornographic materials in, in, a, in wildly right, inappropriate right. places like right. that, I Starbucks, think, I think, airplanes, what, like inter- on their, inter- on their phones. intercity buses. You mean like – you mean like on their phones? Yeah, on their laptops, on their phones, on their iPads. Like, can you imagine? That's oh, weird. I'll as have hell. a I'll have a double latte, and uh, like you know, they call you up, and and you get up to get your uh, you get your, your, your coffee latte. drink, and you've got like you know porn on your laptop. What I mean, I don't understand why why that would be like a cool thing. Have you ever seen anyone on a plane checking out porn? No, no, no. But there's been like I said, there's been a, re- a number of recent stories about it. I think people are sick. Right? <laughs> I think so too, man. <laughs> hey, you know what? If you've got to check out porn, you wait until you're not in public. I mean, it's wait really until available you're not in at home. I mean, it's not the kind of thing it, where you used to have to put on like a hat and sunglasses and go to like the local video store. Or, you know, go to 42nd Street back in the 1970s <laughs> with a trench coat. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like right there in your laptop. It's right there in your life. While your wife and kids so. are sleeping. Or not even. <laughs> <laughs> what? Really? No, I, I don't know. No, there's got to be uh, some there's got to be some other way to break the boredom of sitting in traffic than than radio. Well, porn. again, you could listen to the on then corner. Listen to a book, and you can listen to a book on tape or, or I the on corner. You could call me, but you basically <laughs> complain when you call me. You complain about the traffic, and I'm like. Yeah, no, 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 no. Wait a second, wait a second. That's not true. I say, you're like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, I'm stuck in traffic. And then I go on to talk about what I want to talk no, about, no, which is some outrage I mean, of the day emerging from right. the Trump administration. So it's not just a right. – it's not a 10-minute harangue about the traffic. No, never, never. But, I mean, you know, just again to let people behind the curtain of uh, the magic that is the MN corner, this quite often what? we – we find ourselves in these discussions and we're like, wow, we, we should save, save, this. save this. We should save this save for the don't go any further. Because don't go any further. Right. It's because it's too good. Too At good. least we're having too good of a time. And and I did enjoy the fact that this this week you told me that you were listening to last week's episode and, and you really liked it. And I said <laughs> I said, I'm really glad that you find us funny. <laughs> well, you know, there's it's 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 about improving as an artist. I, right, I want to exactly. listen. That's true. I want to critique. I want to improve my my. You know what? what? That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. We're always striving. Uh, I'm always striving for excellence here. At the for more, you know, in order to form a more perfect union. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're, speaking of more perfectible. Yes, Holy our union is in big trouble, dude. Mick Mulvaney's I mean, becoming the, the direct the, the the White House chief of staff. He's only acting chief of staff. And you know what? This will be the first person who is actually going to act as chief of staff in this administration, apparently. He, isn't he the guy on the, on, the, on the box of Lucky Charms? Is, um, That's not you know, an anti-Irish slur. 
I'm just okay, wondering. Okay, I just want to make sure because Jeff Sessions looks like the Keebler Elf. Oh, well, I mean, I so, think in keeping with the, you know, Jeff Sessions looks like the Keebler Elf. John Kelly ordered the code red. And Mick yeah. Mulvaney is the leprechaun on the box of Lucky Charms. Yeah, but he's an evil leprechaun. He is an evil <laughs> leprechaun. He, I mean, this is a guy, his, his only thing in life is to deny people government services. Why do you go into government if you don't to believe kill in government? To kill if it. you don't believe in government. Well, and that really is, you know, movement conservatism's, you know, end game. Right. Right? Let's kill off all the government except for the stuff that we can actually use to steal money from the people. Dude, okay. So, just I I know you were getting serious for a second, but I, I just was. googled Lucky Charms box and I pulled okay. up a picture of the leprechaun. <laughs> it's freaking Mick Mulvaney. <laughs> it's, it's Mick Mulvaney. It's Has young. anybody done that meme yet? Uh, some, I, you know. It's got to be, It's right? got to be, right? It's got to be. But he's really, I mean, Lindsey Graham, who's lost his mind since John McCain died, said about Mick Mulvaney when he was made the, the head of the Office of Management and Budget, he's like, what? That guy's never seen a budget he likes. <laughs> So, I mean, and then look, the, the, look, there was a big article him, in the Washington Post, uh, I think it was last week or the week before, about what Mulvaney has done to the Consumer Protection, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, which is basically... He gutted it? <laughs> he, he, didn't, he didn't gut it as much as what he did was he altered the mission. It is now much, much friendlier to yeah. predatory lenders, <laughs> which is great, basically great. his goal. Great. So any protections that any people have had or that the government has provided people, we're basically going to strip away. Environmental protections, predatory lending protections, pre-existing condition protections. ACA is gone. As of last night. Well, we'll we'll see. That's going to be challenged. It's going to be challenged, but if it goes to the Supreme Court. Yeah. Right, it could, there's a chance that it's gone. So, so lots of stuff. So Ryan Zicky resigned. I always get confused between Zach Grinky and Ryan Zicky. <laughs> Zach, because Zach Grinky is a good pitcher. Is a good pitcher. And Ryan Zicky, Ryan Zicky is a, is a corrupt, he's now a good former grifter. official. Now he's also from Whitefish, Montana. Yeah, there's something in the water in Whitefish. <laughs> there's something in the water in Whitefish, Montana. There was the place where Richard Spencer's mom. Yeah. Was living, and they were going to have and a na- neo-Nazi march through Whitefish, Montana, but they couldn't raise the hundred and ten dollars for the permit. But and also, well, there are like fifteen people who live there. Like, it's how big apparently, is that it's like a pretty shishi town. That's you know, I actually spoke to the rabbi out there because yeah. somebody had he lives in Locks, Montana. Yeah, no, he's he's in um, yeah. So it's Whitefish, Locks, and then the Whitefish, yeah. and then there's the sister town. A few miles away, called Locks, right? No, the, the, the rabbi is actually a woman. No, she is um, a I'm sorry. She, and, and I spoke with her because somebody That was a big laugh in this Me Too moment. Yeah, seriously. Right, okay. I mean, don't assume. Don't I know. Assume I mean, it's terrible. This isn't Israel, you know. I'm going to get, I'm, I'm going to have to be whipped. Ooh. By <laughs> That's whom? actually pretty good. By mother? <laughs> By mother. Mother is going to whip me. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe there'll be a maybe letter about that in the, on porn radio. <laughs> oh, that would be interesting. Like, we can hear the audio of you being whipped on the oh, radio. God. This week on the MN Corner, Stephen gets whipped by mother. 
whoops, whoops, whoops. I'll never assume it's a mother. And you know, I'm such a hypochondriac, like. Oh my god! Oh, you would start god, crying after the, after the first after the first lash. You'd be like, "I think I'm bleeding. It's, it's infected <laughs> already." Oh my god! Get me to an emergency room right now. That's Lauren Jewish, likes to point out Jewish that, Jewish S and M club. Lauren, Lauren likes to point out that we've been to the emergency room many times in our 20 years of marriage, but only once for her when she was giving birth. And Twice. never for the kids. Right. And never for the kids. Only for you. Only for me. All right. Where were we? Whitefish and locks. Oh, the, the, yeah. so the I did female speak rabbi to the from locks, Montana. I spoke to the rabbi out there because somebody suggested to me that it would be worth looking into some of the shady dealings right. going on out there and also how the Jewish community was being impacted by it. So I spoke with the rabbi and, you know, it didn't end up, uh, nothing ended up happening from it except... I'm friends with the rabbi on Facebook now, yeah. and she seems like a really nice woman. But um, there is something wrong with Whitefish, Montana. <laughs> there is. <laughs> Has it gone bad? Has it been in the fridge too the, long? The whitefish <laughs> is spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it wasn't frozen along with the locks from <laughs> Maddie's from Maddie's bar mitzvah. We're gonna serve that. Do you still have? We're gonna serve that still have that bar mitzvah. Do you still have that frozen locks? Yeah, of course. You do. It doesn't go bad in the freezer. No, but I'm just wondering if somebody busted it <laughs> out. Had it, man. I'm gonna bust it out. Really? So you haven't had locks since Maddie's. No, I had locks. Time. I had locks. I went to a bat mitzvah last weekend. And there was locks there, Steve. <laughs> there was there was locks and there was bagels. <laughs> it was a wonderful affair. It was a wonderful affair. <laughs> we were like full on bat mitzvah season. Yeah, thankfully. And I say bat mitzvah because I don't think Maddie's friends with any boys. <laughs> Which is okay. There weren't a lot of there weren't a lot of boys at her bat mitzvah. Well, there there were actually a fair number, and it was you know it was the first bat mitzvah. But there were a fair number of boys, yeah. but they were all hiding in the corner. I don't think Mia, my Mia, is going to have a lot of boys at her bat mitzvah. Look, party. I don't, you know, little boys are dirty animals. I was a dog <laughs> when I was twelve and a half. I mean, and we've now? discussed this on the MN corner. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like twelve year old girl booby crazy. I'm fine if if there were no boys, you know, a, a small number of boys at Maddie's, or there won't, you should be fine if there's none at Mia's. That's I'm cool. Okay. Yeah, that's all right. Exactly. That's okay. Um, as long as. Oh uh, wait a second. Just, can we just get back to Whitefish, Montana, for a second? Sure. Ryan Zinke. Not Zach Grinky. Not Zach Grinky. This yeah. guy, he's been the he's the he's the Secretary of the Interior, and he's he been was. like cutting all these land deals. With like yeah. oil and gas concerns and miners, and they find out that he has some sort of connection to them. What I think is he's that? being investigated for like thirteen different scandals. Yeah, is and, that, also, is and that there are some is? that are there are some that you know people are like oh no big deal like his wife traveling with him on you know like U.S. Right, government right. trips and U.S. okay whatever. Um, although they're supposed to reimburse for the spouse to travel, like what would be the commercial? price for right, a ticket, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. And then there's these crazy land, like he's all in bed with Halliburton. And well, the whole thing about Montana is that there's a lot of public land out there. Right. There's a lot of land that's owned by the government. And of course, these maniacs out there who don't believe in government want to privatize all that land so they could get rich. Right. 
Right. That's all it's about. Value. It's not about but that's it's really, not about freedom. That's really what this is about. No, no. It's about freedom for them right. to exploit resources. In fact, he's that's in on some is. big development that's supposed to like put up like tons of, you know, big luxury homes in Whitefish, Montana. And I guess part of the deal was there was some big easement to federal lands that they were seeking. And I think they must have gotten it because Zinke, he want because he wants his own house there and he wants to build a he wants to build a brew pub or like a whiskey something. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard it was an S and M club for <laughs> for for members of CPAC and devoted listeners exactly. of radio porn. Exactly, but you know this speaks to a larger issue. What's that? Is there one aspect of this administration that is not being investigated no, for corruption? I can't. This think is of- just so dirty, so corrupt, I- so filthy. It's I, unreal. Honestly, I think it's unreal. We, I think if we go through every cabinet department, there must be an investigation underway in every single I mean, and like serious, like into like into cabinet secretaries. But here's the other thing: We're, I was talking about it over lunch with my father-in-law, who's in town. My in-laws are in town. The outlaws. Nice. Yes. Nice. Um, and we were talking about it because we didn't want to go shopping for sheets, so we hung around here. Why not? And well, you know, it's not like. Maybe fun. we'll go back to Bed Bath and Beyond. I don't know if we'll have enough time. <laughs> they actually they didn't go to Bed Bath and Beyond. They went to listen to this. This really sealed the deal for us. I mean, because I'm willing to go along if there's like going to be a good lunch at the end of this, right? Um, that goes without saying. Without saying, they went to Pottery Barn Teen, and oh. because you know Maddie's now a teenager, and her room is, you know, we did put it together when she was three and a half years old. Um, right, right. But the only pottery barn teen is in the Annapolis Mall. I was like, not, I'm not going to Annapolis. That's fine. That's like an hour drive. I was like, there's what no the, other place for sheets? I mean, even for a good no lunch, I'm not going to that. Can't they just buy that online like and, normal people? And this is what my father-in-law and I were saying as we were going, we were doing our own errands. We went to, you know, we did a couple of things. Anyway, so we were talking over lunch, over kebabs. He's like... Who's going to take these jobs? We're going to get even crazier people. And well, that's the point, right? right? Nobody in their right mind is going to take these Dude, jobs anymore. One of the sleaziest people in Washington. <laughs> yes. Passed up the chief of staff job. Now, this is a guy. You figure every – oh, this guy, Nick Ayers. Ayers? Yes. Yeah. 36 years old. And any so guy like him, he's just, he's just this – you know, right-wing political operative. You know, this yeah. is a guy who's been, from the time he was like 11 or 12, jerking off to the idea of becoming the White House chief of staff. He's a to- every a- 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 to a person. I spoke to someone yesterday who actually knows who this is, like the biggest douchebag in Washington. I mean, that's saying- He's currently, he's currently Pence's chief of right. staff, correct? All right. So yeah. if someone is saying you're the biggest douchebag in Washington- that is saying a, something because this is a is town full of enormous douchebags. So this guy, this is probably like the only – and so Trump's like, hey, be my chief of staff. And the guy's like, sorry, no. No, thanks. Well, maybe he doesn't want to go to jail. Well, exa- well that's exactly right. And plus the guy is 36. He has millions of dollars. He's been running packs and paying himself multi-million dollars to run these packs. Figures – He's going to be the chief of staff. He's going to get investigated. Trump's doing something, you know, that's going to land him in hot water. Why would he? Why would he need that? Plus, he can go run some pack and you know and, make, and pad his uh, his already considerable bank account. I, I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. The one thing that this administration is doing is draining the swamp <laughs> because 
they are highlighting exactly where the swamp <laughs> the is. The problem with this is, is that the hardcore Trump supporters don't believe it. So they're the, in a cult. The I'm sorry, of, they are in a cult. The night of Michael Cohen's plea, they yeah. had some woman on from. She's from Atlanta. No shock there. And she's the head of Women for Trump. Oh, I saw her. She's horrible. <laughs> and so she's, she's like, really so like, awful. There's audio of him directing yeah. Cohen to pay hush money to Stormy Daniels and McDougal. Yeah. And she's like, oh, no, there are lots of meetings during campaigns. What? She, yeah, these people what? are in a cult like, and, there's no, like, and there's no reaching them. There is there's no reaching them. audio evidence. And she's like, oh, there's lots of meetings during campaigns. She's insane. They, these people, like, they need to be deprogrammed. This is why I'm telling you, he could win. He could be well, simultaneously draining the swamp by dint of the fact that everybody around him is corrupt and still win. I mean, I you got, have members of Congress, wrong. you know, yeah. or not even crazy old cracker Orrin Hatch. Susan Collins, who's supposedly this great moderate, is like... I'm sorry. She's a crazy old cracker, too. No, but she's... but. Everybody knows that Orrin Hatch. The narrative yeah, about Orrin Hatch is that he's a crazy old cracker. Great. The but narrative about narrative Susan Collins is that she's a is moderate a who's been pushing against the crazy old crackers not. like Orrin Hatch. But the fact is she's Of not. course. And she she's, said, and in keeping with the fact that she's also a crazy old cracker, she said, she is. Uh, th- 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 these things, th- they don't bother me. So what? Yeah. What? You know what? She's going to get voted out. Yep. She's going to get voted she's out. She's totally going to get voted out. She she has been exposed for who she really is. And I think, like I said, this is what we owe uh, a debt of gratitude for. Because all of these people have been exposed for being the crooks, criminals, oh, and liars that they, that they really are. It. We owe thanks to Donald J. Trump for exposing yeah. the awfulness I'm not going to say... But I'm not really going to thank him until they're all locked up. <laughs> then I'll say thank you. Lock because until all then... So you know what? Wait, That's I just exactly got, wait, listen to this, listen to this. I just got a Washington Post thing. It says, yeah. trending now. Nearly every organization Trump has led is under investigation. Right, exactly. The campaign, the inaugural committee, the transition. <laughs> the whole the, nine the foundation, The foundation, the Trump Corporation. There is not Trump, one entity. Trump University, dude. Dude. That thing was under investigation a long time ago. But there's still not one thing. A faculty member from Trump, yeah. I'm really I'd love to have them on they're, the show. Oh, they've all been indicted. Uh, oh, either that or they're all cabinet members. Yeah. <laughs> About to be indicted. I'm telling you, there is nothing that this guy touches that he doesn't try to steal from. Oh, he is God. an arch criminal. This is a, cr- a He's criminal be the next enterprise. He's Again, be- you see... You He's said this to me this week. They pay, they I'm like, no. Nobody Bob would Kane believe the Joker on on Trump and his father. Nobody would believe these guys <laughs> because they're it's too implausible. It's too well, they're too stupid. They're too cartoonish. But here's the thing: they're so stupid. Meanwhile, they've been getting away with it, and they have a cult like following. How stupid can they be? Well, that means that we're even dumber. Exactly. That's the thing that worries me. We're even dumber. Somebody tweeted this week, just because you're bad at being a criminal does not make your your crimes any less less criminal. We have the dumbest bunch of criminals and crooks in positions of power. Yet 35% or more of the Republican Party follows them like a cult. I mean, we are amongst... Dumbasses. Not that I didn't know that already, but it is shocking to me 
every time I think about it. Every and single you, time. And you want to know the scariest thing? What? They've all got guns. <laughs> They've all got guns. This is why They've I think we need, guns. This is why I think we need porn radio. So they can be distracted so, by porn radio. If they haven't been distracted by porn on the internet yet, then this is I don't think porn radio is going to do it. Yeah. It's true. It's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's a true. disgusting but, thought to be completely honest with you. I'm sure someone's going to come up with it eventually. You know what? Most of these people aren't smart enough to visualize. <laughs> they need the video. They can't. <laughs> the audio is not enough for them. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, All right. We live among deviants who lead us. Criminals and deviants. All right. On that happy note, we're stay out. tuned for porn radio. <laughs>